0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, May 18th, 2017. You guys listening to episode 307. I hope everybody had a um, good time in between shows. A lot of cool stuff to talk about today on um, on TVE, like uh, everything going on in these uh, awful, awful... Uh, playoffs, the amazing start uh, that the Yankees are having, which they haven't had since they had a dynasty, which is just incredible what these um, young Yankees are doing. I'm um, going to talk about um, just a ton of stuff my unacceptable, your guys' unacceptables, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not riled up. But there's definitely some things that are bugging me. So we're going to have a, uh, a good time here on TVE today. So sit back, relax, wherever you may be, in your car, at your cubicle, working out, um, and enjoy 307 of the Verzi Effect podcast. I had a great time in between shows, uh, doing shows. I think the uh, last podcast um, that ended, uh, the 306 that ended, was the day me and Joe Bartnick were together. Going out to uh, Cabot Comedy Club in uh, in Massachusetts, which uh, is one of I think the most underrated, in my opinion, it's one of the most underrated little clubs out there. And uh, I want to do more shows there. And I suggest any comedian that has the opportunity to perform at Cabot out there in Chicopee, Mass. The owner Paul is just the absolute best, and it's like it's got a sound system that's. That's like 90% better. It's like this little club that could seat like 125 people, low ceilings, and their sound system is better than 90% of the clubs I've ever done. And, uh, you know, whether they'd be massive, small, it's just amazing. Um, I had such a good time. Joe Bartnick uh, was uh, cool enough to let me jump on the show, and we had a uh, we had a great time out there. Shout-out to Brian Plum. Very funny, um, very funny uh, young up-and-coming comic out there in that area that I think he's one of those guys where uh, when he's a guy that just keeps getting up, he's going to get better and better. Super funny, great sense of humor, and, um, you know, they just have a lot of great lo- a local scene out there. Uh, Marty Caproni, of course, runs the place and uh, super funny comic, so please check out and support Cabot Comedy Club. The, like I said, the owner, Paul, they're they're just the best people and had so much fun. Uh, And some of the people in the crowds there are just so hilarious. I mean, some of the most fun crowd work because the crowd's right there on you. Um, But so we had a great time then. And, you know, we smoked a cigar, which is the best. The owner buys, like, a special bottle when, um, you know, me or Bartnick go there. Uh, uh, Actually, it's Bartnick's favorite. He buys this bottle for Bartnick, this, like, insane Rare cast uh, crown royal bottle and uh, just the best people, man. That's all you could really ask for. Um, but you know what? Before we get into the show, let me shout out the sponsors, guys. I got some sponsors I want to shout out. Uh, of course, City Living Dog and City Living Dog Services. Coach Mike uh, out there. Speaking of uh, Chicopee Mass, Coach Mike is out in the New England area. Please check out City Living Dog and Coach Mike's amazing um, YouTube clips of him training these dogs. And uh, just the patience and everything that he puts in with them. He's really, really great at what he does. So, um, you know, check out that. You could check out his Facebook, his Twitter, his Instagram. Just search City Living Dog and Coach Mike. Some people um, from the Versi Effect reached out to him. I know people have, uh, you know... Asked him questions, but I know recently somebody actually had Coach Mike work on the dog and said it, that it was great. So uh, please do the same thing if you have that dog. He's amazing, he's patient, and he understands the language of dog. That is CityLivingServices.com and Facebook and um, Twitter. And, of course, his um, Facebook Live clips and his YouTube uh, page is amazing. Also, All Things Comedy, guys. Go to All Things Comedy for your best, funniest, Comedy podcasts out there, also for comedy albums, you can check out their All Things Records. Uh, they are amazing, and they're putting out a ton of content and television uh, content now. So they are really uh, revamping and turning into a funnier die. So super, super excited to uh, be under that umbrella. And I have a big announcement coming up soon with those guys. But uh, please check out AllThingsComedy.com and follow them at All Things Comedy. Uh and guys, uh Patreon, I might be revamping. You're still going to get the extra content and all that, but I might revamp the might revamp the structure just to make it, you know, I don't know that yet though. It's not definite. uh, working on something actually today. Tonight is something will be worked on and I will let you guys know on the next show if there's a, uh, any change. I want to thank everybody who did jump onto Patreon. We've had amazing interviews on there with um Joe Bartnick and Rich Voss and um we just keep doing it, and it just keeps, you know, people that have subscribed, you uh, can subscribe for lowest $3 a month, and, um, you're just getting basically an extra podcast, interviews, just kind of different, just talking shit, having a good time, so, um, if that's what you want, uh, you can do it, uh, for, uh, you could go to patreon.com, and you could subscribe to that, okay, um, all right, here's my thing, here's how I want to start, here's how I want to start out, okay, um, I went to the mall yesterday with my beautiful daughter, All right, she was off of daycare and we were hanging out, it was beautiful weather out, we went outside, but it got like too hot after like a few minutes of, not a few minutes, but after being outside for a while, riding the bike and playing, like even the dog who like comes from Aruba was like, fuck this, he was like laying on his side and he was like, get me inside. Okay, and uh, (laughs) it was so funny because he's such a go, go, go athlete. And he's such just like, I want to run, I want to play, I want to do all these things. And just seeing his body shut down, like his mouth open, his tongue out. And I had this big bowl of cold water that he was just, after he was done with that, he was like trying to find any little bit of shade he could lay in. And when he came inside, he was just panting for like a fucking hour and last night when I saw him sleeping, he was just sprawled out, arms and legs out, just out fucking cold. Uh, so this weather is going to help us with this dog for sure. Uh, <laughs> but it was fucking so funny to just watch him just be like you could tell. It went from like, yeah, let's play to, yeah, fuck this. I can't. I, I just can't do it. Um, But. I take my daughter to the mall, and so we went outside, and we, we went to the mall. And she's so funny; she makes me like, like she'd be like, "You are. Right, this is what we're gonna do, okay? And this is what we're gonna do. And you said it, so we're gonna do this, this, and this. All right, that's what we're gonna do." So I'm like, "Yeah, that's what we're gonna do." So we go out to the mall, and I gotta tell you, we had a great time. You know, we ate lunch together, talking to her. We went on a little, you know, the horse carousel ride at the mall that they have in there. And And then she went on this little um, this little play area for kids in the mall. You know they take their shoes off and they, they made this really nice little thing and they got slides and you know animals to sit on and uh, you know, like a train that you could sit on, like obstacle course, all kinds of shit, little kids having fun. They got benches for the parents, you know and, and, uh, and everybody to sit and watch the kids play for a little while. And it's right in the middle there in the food court, okay. And I'm looking around and I'm not, I'm really, and I want to preface this by, I'm not trying to be rude and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to women here and I'm not trying to be insensitive to how hard it is, um, you know, but I got to tell you the amount of fat mothers that I saw and I'm not talking like just had a baby and I'm a little fat, like this one woman was sitting there and I remember looking over and I wasn't going to do anything rude, like take a picture and post it. And I was even thinking, like, should I just, like, crop out the head from the neck down and just take a picture of this because it's so ridiculous? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I would never want anybody doing that to somebody in my family. I don't want to do that. So I was like, fuck it. I'll talk about it on the show. All right. This lady, first of all, cute little daughter running around. I saw her daughter who she was, like, yelling to, like, don't do that thing. Don't get over here. But the lady's wearing, like, fucking cargo jeans or, like, no, whatever it is. Like, yeah, like, just... Whatever the fucking type of... She's just dressed like a... She's dressed like she's working lumber at Home Depot, first of all. And she's wearing like awful flip-flop or sandal strap shoes, you know. And it wasn't like when you saw her face and her neck, she was somebody that would be overweight. It was just her fucking... And I'm not even exaggerating. It was just her gut around her fucking gut. It literally looked like there was a tire around her. Picture standing in a tire, and just putting a t-shirt over it, it was fucking gross, it really fucking was, and I'm just looking at it like this, and again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I know what women's bodies go through, okay, my wife had two children, I know, you know, you gain weight, you know, especially one pregnancy more than this, I get that, I'm not even talking overweight, you know, I'm, I'll be, I'm not even saying like 50 pounds overweight, I get that, that shit can happen where, you know, you have a kid, you're fucking, you're not, you're not eating good, you're eating for two, your body blows out a little bit. I'm talking like, this, this woman's daughter was probably four or five years old. This woman was fucking, in, probably 350 to 400. No, maybe less than that, but it was all this huge stomach. Just fucking sitting there, and I just, I'm like, I'm like, what, at what point, there's no way it's one of those, oh, well, Paul, maybe it's one of those things where it's a metabolism, no, it wasn't that, it was eating like shit, and number one, she's in a food court at a fucking mall, I had to be careful, too, when I was there, making sure my daughter's eating good shit, and I'm eating, I'm eating good shit, I actually, um, I actually always talk to them about, like, what they could have there and shit. When my kids go to McDonald's, they get they get milk, they get two things of apple slices, and the worst thing that they'll have is, like, four chicken nuggets. And now they're saying that it's all white meat and, and real Dan Soder's got a hilarious joke about how it's real now. And they've been saying, I remember one comedian, too, was talking about how Domino's said they're finally using good ingredients. They've been in business for 50 years. And Dan was basically saying that, like, McDonald's. Is like now all of these fast food places are talking about how the ingredients are, are, you know, they're doing salads and the ingredients are fresh and good. And it's like we've been eating that shit since we were kids. So I always watch that. But this woman was just, she was dressed awful. She, her fucking gut, I I can't even get over it. I can't even get over it. It looked like she had 19, like, fucking tits around her. (laughs) It looked like if she, i don't even know how to describe it it looked like from from her belly button there were just huge breasts that went in a like like almost like a water floaty it was it was a it was embarrassing b it was fucking gross to look at c i'm like are you going to have a fucking heart attack with your daughter here and it was not the type of face and neck and structure where this person couldn't lose weight it was bad eating and i fucking saw it and it was unacceptable it was gross Alright, then there was another woman there with a kid, and she was really overweight, but it looked like she was overweight because maybe, I don't know, the kids, or like she was almost fucking blown out, but she was trying to hold it together. Alright, now listen, it's unacceptable for a father to be fat too, I'm not saying that. I just happened to see a mother yesterday. I've seen some of these fathers waddling around fucking stores with their kids, looking like they're going to drop dead, you know, and knock on wood, they don't, but it's, it's just gross. At some point, this is my thing, at some fucking point, okay, and I'm not trying to fat shame or fat bash. I'm really not. But the bottom line is, when I look in the mirror, okay, I lo- I was losing some weight for the for the special, and now I have to, you know, I, I slipped for a week after it. Not even slipped. I just would like, ah, yeah, maybe I can have a drink, or maybe I'll have a piece of candy, you know, go to the movies. I'll have I'll have something. But now, you know, I got an announcement coming up. I'm gonna pro- I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be losing weight again. Or continue to, but it has to be a constant thing, and I want to be able to play with my children, I want to be able to run around outside, if I see, you know, that my fucking man titties or stomach are starting to come out, I flatten that shit out quickly, you have to, people say, oh, you drink, you want to drink, no, I'm not, I'm on a diet, I'm trying to look good, I want to fucking, I want to look good. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, it's so impossible, man. Once you get to your, you know, late 30s and once you get into your 40s and 45, forget it. You'll never lose weight. That's like, no, you'll never lose weight. Don't put that shit on me. That's what I can't stand. It's, and that's another thing that's unacceptable. But the main unacceptable was seeing these fucking mothers hanging out at the mall with their daughters, looking like fucking just, it's ridiculous. I mean, and this one was ridiculous. This one specifically, there was no way it was a health issue. There was no way it was. Cl- Trust me when I tell you, people, it was clear laziness and eating like shit. She was wearing like a t-shirt, fucked up jeans, and I don't want to hear oh Paul. Maybe she doesn't have money. Fuck that. She's got enough money to be walking around a fucking mall, all right, shopping. You know, if you don't have money, you don't fucking walk around a mall. Like maybe, like you know, uh, listen. I don't. If you're dead, dead broke, you're not in a mall, okay. I don't want to hear that shit. And you could still fucking eat healthy. As a matter of fact, now, nowadays, you could eat healthy without spending a shitload of money. All right, go get a fucking thing of lettuce. Do something. And I know it sounds mean. I'm not trying to be mean. If you saw it, I felt bad for the daughter. I felt bad for the daughter. Not only was the mother yelling at her, but the mother just had a fucking ring around her. It was gross. It was fucking gross. Uh, All right. I don't, know where I, get I don't know I don't know <laughs> where, I don't know where 19 tits around the stomach came I'm sorry I don't know where that came but that's the only way to describe it it looked like a water floaty it looked like a big water floaty or like a snow like a small version of a snow tube around the stomach with like a t-shirt over it and just sitting there and I'm just like what are you doing? What are you doing? I know it's her life, whatever. I can't control it, whatever. I just thought about it. It got me a little sick. I felt bad for the kid, and I said, there's my unacceptable for the week. Okay, there you go. There's my unacceptable. All right. Let's uh, let's <laughs> let's go to your guys' unacceptables, and then we will talk about um, it is fucking hot here, and it's hot in my house because, um, what was I going to say? Something happened with our air conditioning unit. So now... I got these people coming over, you know, they came over last year and they just checked everything and they put the Freon in and they made sure the pan up in the attic was working and the central air was working great. And they're like, Hey, by the way, do you want to buy this? um, Do you want to buy this maintenance plan? And it's about, I forgot what it was, but it's like, you know, an extra $160 a year, but they'll come out. And if you need something, they'll come out. It's all part of it. Maintenance, they'll come out. And then last night, the hottest night of the fucking year so far, my house is like, I look at the thing, my house just goes up to whatever, 80-something degrees, and I call him up today, and I'm like, look, I paid for this thing, you gotta get somebody out here now, alright, it's like, oh yeah, you're due for a maintenance, no, I'm not due for a maintenance, I'm due for somebody to be here now, justifying the money that we're giving you people, okay, to be sweating our asses off in the fucking house, alright, oh, and I'm starting to get fired up, might be one of those people. It might be one of those. Here we go. Movie watching unacceptable Uh, from Sam. Sam from Colorado. Hi, Paul. This past Saturday, I decided to do something I'd never done before. I decided to watch all three Lord of the Rings movies in one day. (laughs) Oh, my God. I literally, as I read that sentence, felt for you. Because I was in the movie theater... um, I got, you know, there was one of them that I got into a little bit, but for the most part, bored to tears. Uh, uh, They are three of my absolute favorite movies, and my brother hadn't seen them in a while, so it was perfect. In case you don't know, each Lord of the Rings movie is about four hours long, so the entire thing adds up to a little less than 12 hours. Uh, Okay. We started watching, and about three hours into the first movie, my dad came down to where we were watching. My dad is notorious for making some of the worst jokes ever during movies. <laughs> I like them already. Uh, the types of jokes that uh, other dads would hate. And when he wasn't making jokes, he would loudly check his phone uh, on, bright- <laughs> on brightness and full volume. Just when I thought it couldn't get worse... The bastard started farting loudly and obnoxiously. What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, How could I possibly focus on the movie when shit like this is going on? Then, all of a sudden, he was totally quiet for about two minutes. Just as I noticed this, the bastard started snoring, and I realized he had fallen asleep. And Paul, this man is a loud snorer. I don't know how my stepmom handles it. He kept drifting in and out of consciousness for over an hour and eventually went upstairs. I was glad he didn't ruin the movie, but I do wish he wouldn't have had uh, would have had some consideration for us. All this being said, I love the guy to death. Lock him in a cage, but not for that long cuz he's my fucking father. <laughs> and he would spend my college money without asking. Sincerely, Sam from Colorado. Well, first of all, thanks for uh, submitting, and thank you uh, for listening, Sam. I appreciate it. Uh, I have family out in Colorado. It's a beautiful state. Um, look, I got to I gotta be honest with you, dude. I got to kind of, I can't blame your dad that much. How, and listen, maybe you're into it. Look, I'm into the Harry Potter movies. My wife got me into that. Um, I love them. I'm into Star Wars, so I know people could argue, but, like, the walking and just the same shit in Lord of the Rings, just walking and walking. It. I can't blame him for having to amuse himself or try to amuse guys, amuse you guys by farting, and then he finally gave up with the jokes and the farting and the phone and passed out. Had it been a, a, a you know, a movie that you know grabbed your attention a little more, that wouldn't happen. But no, I know what you're saying. It definitely sucks when you're trying to watch a movie and you're into it, you're into something, and people just can't you know, can't get with it or can't go along with it. You just, like, leave. I couldn't stand that. Like, I remember there were times I'd watch a movie with my family. I actually remember specifically. There was a couple of movies that I loved and that were appropriate to watch with your family. And I remember I got my whole family once... got my whole family into this movie and we're sitting there and they just would keep talking or something would come up and I finally just go, can you guys just, can we all just watch this thing? Can everybody just shut up and watch the movie for a while and That's, I just, I can't stand that. It's like when it's movie time, it's movie time. Uh, Thank you for the submission. I appreciate it, Sam. Here we go. What's next? Uh, This is a follow-up. Where's my pizza? From uh, Mark. Let's see. Hey, Paul, thank you for reading my submission on the show. You had me laughing like a maniac while I was walking back uh, from work listening. Uh, I'm glad I did. I then went home, showed my girlfriend, and we, and we were uh, both in stitches laughing about it. Pizza in Australia is mostly good uh, if you go to the family business type spots. I got one in my town, uh, Cabrera. Uh, I got one in my town of, oh, I'm sorry Canberra called Pizza uh, Artigana and it is amazing the owner is old school Italian and can cook a damn fine pizza I've uh, also tried a few of the places in Melbourne and they were great speaking of Melbourne we were talk- I was actually talking uh, about Melbourne and uh, Melbourne is some place that uh, me and my wife want to visit for sure because uh, just by the water, they said it's like, you know, certain, I was, I I actually looked at a lot of it, and um, just having like the water there in a city, it just, it just looked amazing, it looked like, somebody said it's like kind of like Europe, and feels like New York too, I I definitely, definitely want to do that, Um, it was amazing hearing Joe Bartnick on the show, I'm a fan of Puck Off, and up until October last year, when I broke my leg playing for, uh, playing uh, in the, Uh, Canberra Hornets D-grade team. Oh, wow, you're a player. Okay. Uh, I was out on ice constantly. Hope to be back uh, out next season and play my way up. Training for the team has brought me a long way from eating pizza and bad food all the time and not training to better overall level of health aside from the injury, which is for the most part all good now. The story of you and Burr going to the mall to do ice skating, but the place <laughs> had some judo thing instead. Is the story that got me uh, over to your show? The the picture you guys painted was hilarious. Once again, thank you for the show. I look forward to hearing more. Cheers, Mark Worth uh, Worthington. Well, thank you, Mark, so much, and thank you for letting us know. So there you guys go. If you guys go to Australia and you're looking for um good pizza in that area, it's a uh, Pizza Artigana. Uh, and it's uh, it's got an old school Italian uh, owner, so uh, it's probably awesome. So thank you for that. Thank you for the follow up too. Glad you and uh, you and your girls, uh, you and your girl enjoyed it. Okay, here we go. Um, let's see here. Okay, so this is not somebody. It's funny when somebody writes, like somebody writes to me, and they'll say, "This is just for you." Or this is just for you know, like you and me to go back and forth, or like somebody's like, please don't read this on the podcast. And anytime somebody says, please don't read this, <laughs> anytime somebody says, please don't read this on the podcast, it's always because their coworkers or bosses know the show and they don't want up. It's so funny. Somebody's like, listen, don't read my name or say where I work because they all listen. Uh, I hope the show hasn't gotten anybody fired anytime. Uh, anytime. All right, here we go. Um, and this is okay. So, somebody else, wow, you guys are really, really private on this one. Let me see here. What else do we have? Um, speaking of the ice skating in Canada, I am uh, I'm gonna go back to Canada. I'm gonna be going back to Canada. I don't know if I'm gonna be going, I'm not going to this what's it called this JFL this year, but uh, hopefully, I'll be back there next year. That's what uh, that's what we are working on I got I got a task at hand everybody I got something that I need to do Uh, okay here we go I got some quick unacceptables too got some quick ones here from the um, from the Twitter fans here okay Uh, this one is great John Baxley at John underscore Baxley B-A-X-L-E-E and he says that Paul Versey, Joe Bartnick unacceptable is it Saturday night yet well, John is a soldier serving for our country. I don't know where he is right now, but uh, here is the best story about John. And uh, it's only unacceptable for another two days, John, and then you're coming out. Um, John and his, his platoon, okay? And this, I, I've mentioned this before, but for the new listeners, this is amazing. John is a soldier, um, and he's, I mean, he literally, they're listening to me, and they're taking pictures of the fucking Humvee. And like they're in the dead, like wherever they are, it's just they're all fucking camoed out with all the fucking gear. And they're sending me photos and they're telling me that the show helps them and they, or they're listening to it. And they, it's just amazing and humbling. So, you know, the way the show calls people animals and put them in a cage and fucking put shoes on, you dirty bastard, all that stuff. They, named, they, they, they put the name, it said the animals and each guy got a code name, an animal name. And they sent it to me, and it was one of the most amazing things, and I sent, um, I sent them stuff, uh, some merchandise stuff, but now John is finally going to be able to see us perform, and he's been a fan for a while, and he's serving the country, which you guys know how I feel about that, so um, thank you so much, John, and I'm so happy that uh, you and whoever are going to be there on, uh, on Saturday night. And uh, if you did not buy tickets yet, please message me and let me know because I would like to have that taken care of for you. I just don't know if you did it yet. So please let me know if you're listening to this. Uh, that's so awesome. And uh, it's only it's uh, two days away. I can't wait to see you guys and uh, listen to some of the stories uh, that you guys have. And I love the fact that you guys gave yourself animal names uh, in honor of the show. How fucking nuts is that? That real fucking heroes and people that should be afraid of shit just out there doing it and they're listening to stuff, me, a fucking comedian just ranting and talking shit. And you know what's funny is like so many people, I mean, these guys aren't afraid. I'm, I'm saying though, like, those. Like that's like a high alert job. And then there's fucking people going like, did you see CNN last night? I'm just worried. I'm fucking worried. It's like worry worry about what you could control. What the fucking... That, I'll get into that after, I'll get into that after, if one more person just, if one more person goes on social media saying like, the end of the, you know, what's gonna happen, are we gonna die, the end, it's just like, oh my fucking God, can you grow up, you fucking babies, can you look yourself and fucking find some, find somebody, get a partner, fucking go bowling, you fucking dopes, uh, okay, here we go, this is from uh, Laurie London, uh Okay, so at L-O-R-R-I-L-O-N-D-O-N. Uh, ankle socks that consistently roll down f- from the ankle to the bottom <laughs> heel of your foot. Holy fuck, so annoying. Hashtag unacceptable. That is so funny because is anything worse, is anything worse than having underwear? Whether it be socks or boxer briefs, just not do what they're supposed to do. I started something, okay? I started something recently, guys, where my, um, and I had to tell my wife because my wife knows about it too. My whole boxer game or boxer briefs game have changed. I do the no-ride-ups that stick to the legs, and now they even came out with these ones that are like a cool, very light spandex. And they're no ride ups so they don't ride up, so they just stick. And when you put your jeans or your pants or anything over, it just goes right over it. And the comfort level is unbelievable, right? Uh, I just started this powder, which I uh, I want to talk about. That's uh, for uh, for down there, okay? And it's a specific man powder for down there. Holy shit! Hopefully, I'm gonna be talking about it more in the future because this is a fucking nuts. It is an absolute game changer, fellas. All right? But anytime boxer briefs get loose and they're riding up and you got to fucking put your hand down your pants and pull them down and, and even everything out so you're comfortable. You know, it's just awful. It's brutal when socks get like fade. My wife gets annoyed with me, but now she gets it. I'm like a new sock guy. When a sock starts to fade, I need like I'm you got to take care of your feet, man. You got to take care of your feet. Seriously, you ever see an old man's foot? It's fucked up. A guy told me that a long time ago. When I worked at a pizzeria, the boss said, you got to take care of your feet. New socks, you know, make sure. Your toes and heels, you got to fucking maintain your feet nice. I know that sounds fucking hilarious coming from me. and I know you're probably laughing. I'm telling you right now, I am a new sock nut. Socks got to be snug. I'm loving the spandex the the tight spandex boxer briefs the new ones that are out right now oh my god when your feet and your package are nice and snug and tight and then you could get dressed oh lose you lose a little fucking weight and the clothes start fitting good you know plus when you got a big old fucking schlong like I I'm just kidding <laughs> ah Alright, thank you for the submission I don't know what, I'm taking it you're in London Maybe, or is that your name? I don't know Um, I don't know But thank you for the Uh, thank you for the unacceptable Uh, here we go What is this? Oh, I'm sorry I got all I got all confused Imagine if I just started crying All right, I'm fuck. You know what, I lost, I gotta go back to the things But the other ones are private, the other ones are like People going, hey, this is for you <laughs> uh, and it was a quick turnaround, guys. So, uh, all right. Well, I got some stuff to talk about. Anyways, let me just make sure I got this right. Um, please submit your unacceptables to TVE at unacceptables. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> unacceptables for TVE at gmail.com. Okay? That's unacceptables uh, for TVE. At gmail.com. Um, also, I want to say that this is awesome, but I have some people that are uh, requesting some tickets for the show in Atlanta. I'm super excited about everybody coming out to Atlanta. I will be there tomorrow night. Uh, I will be there Saturday night, and I will be there Sunday. I believe tomorrow night is two shows. Saturday night is three shows. There's a six, an eight, and a ten Um, and I believe that, so check the the website, but I know the first one is very early, and then there is a Sunday show, Um, I'm getting requests from like Rangers, and fucking army people, it's just amazing, so um, if you guys, if anybody in the military, uh, wants to come out to my show, okay, or if you, um, actually if you're a Patreon listener, and you're coming out to, to, hit me up please, I need to know how many in your party, and all that stuff, so direct message me, um, so I can hook you up with tickets. Okay, uh, and same thing with my military listeners. Set, set, um, you know, I like to set that up for you, so, uh, please get, get in touch with me. Okay. Um, here we go. And yes, some military people were asking me about, uh, cigars and cigar bars. That will happen in, uh, Atlanta this weekend for sure. So, uh, thank you guys. If, uh, again, I'm doing a bunch of shows coming up at, uh, at the very end of May, and then a bunch in June and July, so a lot of those things are being tweeted out now, that's why some of your unacceptables are kind of getting buried with the Twitter, so uh, please resend them if I don't get it, and I would love to read it out. Now, I want to go back to what I was talking about before, alright, um, all this shit going on with Trump, and the, uh, and the Russian thing, and everybody, and it's just amazing to me. I, I, like, and I'm not even, I'm not even trying to be a dick, it it truly is, like, I forgot who I was talking to, I can't believe how people talk about it, like, I can't believe, it just, it's like, do you have anything going on, do you have anything going on, and what's the worst, like, this is what I, this is what I, I would like to say to people too, okay, because, and especially in the comedy community, you know, and we as comedians do jokes about it, you know, obviously it's hard, and it's almost impossible, you know, to not at least address, because the funniest thing about this administration is every fucking day, every week, it's something, all right? And I get that, we have to do it, but the amount of fucking posts on Facebook, the amount of people who are worried and fearful It's like everything comes from fear. It's just like, I can't understand how the fuck grown adults don't understand this. Every emotion you have, pretty much, especially anger, comes from fear. But you can't control it. So you could sit like that. I guess that's my point. If North Korea fucking sent a missile over to the United States this afternoon, if we found out that that shit was happening, it would be fucking horrible. It would be fucking... But like, A... There's nothing you could do. All you got to do is hope to God that our military can fucking intercept some shit or something gets done and they fix the shit over the ocean and, and they, you know, we do something like that. that. That's all. That's number one, okay? And B, like, worry about it. Like, like there are people like that you're, you're worrying about this shit today. And it's just like... Now, look, of course, if a nuclear weapon was coming to the United States, would I be worried? Of course, I'd be worried. I have fucking children. I'd be worried about it. But, like, when nothing like that is happening yet and this is just talks, and this is this, and this is that, I, I can't, I don't understand how people are wasting their fucking times worrying about things that are out of their control. You know? What's gonna happen is gonna happen. If Donald Trump was talking to Russia and giving Russia, I mean, the, the whole thing is like, I love when people are like, he sat down and handed over Russian secrets. That, that makes me laugh. But if he did some fucking shit, that he shouldn't have done, he should fucking be, he should be punished for it, he should have to resign or be impeached, I agree with that, that's fine, and if he didn't, I think you're gonna find out he didn't, and if he did, you're gonna find out he did, but until then, you're gonna fucking walk around, I remember this one chick, it was so fucking annoying, I don't know if I ever talked about this on the show, but I worked, it was when I was working on 45th street in the city, and like this super, super, like overly liberal, right, and like overly left, like couldn't be talked to, left, which is the fucking worst, the fucking worst. The right is is nuts because they just they they don't listen, like they're just and they're, but they'll keep it to themselves. The far far left is the fuck, in my opinion, is the fucking absolute fucking worst. I'm talking about the far left that like can't be talked to, like this one chick was like yelling at this dude going, how come he didn't go to the march? <laughs> how come you didn't go to the march? You are the the how the, you don't think you should have went to the march? And he was like, no, oh, I was with my daughter. I couldn't. She's like, that's fucking, you're the part of the problem in the country. And he was just like, wow. Um, but this woman was like, when Bush got elected or something, when George W. Bush got elected, she goes, I just, I, I don't know if I can walk home from work today. I just, something's going to happen. And it was just, I, it was so fucking silly and ridiculous and childish that I, I didn't even know how to react to it. and, <laughs> and to hear people actually afraid and scared in their everyday life about this is it's it goes to show two things it goes to show number 1 you're not a fucking happy person you don't have enough good shit going on in your life you don't you just fucking don't you're not getting laid enough you're not fucking deep down inside happy you 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 you're, something is lacking okay that's number 1 Okay, and number two, like, what happened to you getting raised? Like, how fucking fearful of everything are you? Because it's, it's, it's fucking, ch- it actually borders on a, a mental disorder. It's childish. It's fucking childish. I look at the positives about it, not just because I'm a comedian and it's hilarious, but look at this shit. Look what's going on. Television shows have thrived because of this fucking Saturday Night Live is getting ratings that hasn't gotten in 20-something years because of this fucking Alec Baldwin-Trump thing. It's a myth. You know, you gotta look at it like that. All of these fucking shows are just doing better now. Late night shows are doing better now because of this shit. So, fucking ride it out, see what happens, and when it's time to worry, fucking worry. I grew up with warriors in my family. I don't fucking do it. I don't worry around my kids. I don't stop fucking worrying. About every fucking thing in the world. Unbelievable. unfucking believable And you can't... And, and it's, it's so much because it's like always around pe- people that lo- like love you and that you love. And you can't just... It, it's, it's... What can you say to them? What can you say to them? Every person in my family that's above 50... Fucking will eventually somehow talk about what's going on in the political climate... And, and, and what's going on socially... And you just try to hear it out and you try to like hope for some fucking sense of intelligence there. And then once it just becomes irrational, you're just like, ah, so what's going on? What do you guys want to do later? You guys want to go to dinner? Huh? You want to <laughs> you want to go to dinner? Ugh. I just, I can't. I can't fucking handle it. Bunch of fucking babies. And what if Donald Trump did nothing? Well that would never be accepted, right? That couldn't be accepted if if he, if they found out for 100% sure he didn't do anything. And then if he did do something, it would just be fucking blast. It's just it's just so ridiculous. There will never be a day. Unfortunately, I, I I think that it's too divided in the country now. There will never be a day. Uh I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think any time in the foreseeable future will there'll be a time where like 85% or 90% of the country will is, is for somebody because the political correctness has, has gone to a whole other level and the whole, you know, and there, and there are people that are just too extreme on both sides. And that's why I think, and I'm hoping to God, I don't think they'll ever do it, but you need to have a, you got to get rid of the two party system. You got it. You, you have to. Because there have been uh, independents who were worthy of a lot more than 3% of the vote. It's just never going to be like that. It's just not... It's never going to be not like that when the two parties rally so hard against what they're doing. And, uh, you know, and when you have a, a team mentality like that, more well, our team, well, I, I just hope, you ever hear an adult talk, and they go, well you know what the Republicans are doing, well these fucking liberal Democrats are doing, and you just listen to them talk, and you're like, alright you're just fucking brainwashed, you're just not smart enough, that's, I, I truly believe that's what it comes down to, the smartest people that I know, and I could say this, and I'll stop talking about this now, okay, because I'm just, but the only reason I'm talking about it on the show now, is because listening, to people on both sides, talk in such detriment, okay, in such detriment, I've heard it when Obama was president, I heard fucking, you know, right-wing conservatives talk about how the country's over and it's fucking dead and he's killing the country. Yeah, he's killing the country. That's what he wants to do. He wants to destroy this country. That's what he wants to do. That's what he's wanted to do. That's what he did. That's why he's raising his daughters in America. His plan was to go to Harvard, okay, get very educated, learn about everything going on socially, become a fucking politician. In, what is he, a fucking evil comic book villain? I mean, think about what you're saying. Yeah, so then he gets in office. And his goal is to destroy America where his daughters are being raised and going to universities where him and his wife met, the country that gave him the opportunity to do all the shit that he's doing and to be educated where he's getting, but he wants to destroy the country. It's like when you fucking hear shit like that, it's over. But I will tell you this, and this is the truth. The smartest people, and I've come around, a ve- many smart, I'm fortunate enough because my in my business... Uh, I get to travel, fortunately, and I get to meet people and I get to talk to people and I get to talk to people who are in the know, who are around it. You know, I've had the pleasure of talking to a pilot who flew uh, Marine One, dropping the fucking president uh, president on the lawn of the White House, telling me about fucking being in a helicopter alone with the president or the president and his wife, listening to that shit, listening to things that weren't reported. I actually got to talk to people like that and Secret Service people telling me shit, my, my job is amazing, that I get to really talk to everybody, and find out things about what's going on, now, not always, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm a fucking comedian, so I don't know, you know, political shit, you know, I'm not, you know, getting faxes from the Pentagon and shit, I'm not talking about that, I'm just talking about seeing, like, the overall thing, you kind of get some inside information, and I'm around very smart people in my business, and uh, I can honestly tell you, the smartest people I know, do not get like that, do not get like that, they don't get where the fear, they don't get, the smart ones don't, I'm talking true intelligence, I'm talking truly smart people that can break things down logically, okay, and then there are people that just, you know, like robots, they have to watch CNN to see what's going on, or they have to watch Fox News to see what's going on, and then they take that in and they walk around their life like a robot, like they're programmed in. And that's the, that's the fucking problem. That's the problem. Alright, I'm done with that. Now, I went over to Lexus Customer Service, okay? I told you guys uh, once, and I'll tell you again. Lexus in Mount Kisco is the greatest car dealership in America. It is, I went there today for maintenance. I got coffee. I got a muffin, I got a little bagel with cream cheese, I got a water. They were fucking overly nice. They were overly fit. They were triple booked, so packed. The waiting room packed. People, everyone's sitting there waiting. I was in and out of there like nothing. Then multiple people coming back to me because my wife has a Lexus truck, okay, and 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 I and I was there with the car, and. Um, it was so amazing that when we went there, we're like, we're both getting Lexuses from here. That's how great this place was. And we have an amazing friend there. And it was just a great, great experience. Shout out to Chet Gelb over there at Mount Kisco um, Lexus. Then they're coming up to me. And they're going, they're going, uh, hey, how's your wife like the truck? And then another guy, hey, how's your wife like the truck? And genuinely giving a fuck. How's she doing? like genuinely. Like it was one of, I was just like, how the fuck is this? How, if the United States of America was run like Lexus of Mount Kisco, okay, we would be, everybody would be on the same page. It'd be like one person, it would would be, it would be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect. It's so good that even if you're on one side or the other side, both sides got to just meet in the middle for coffee and be like, this is fucking incredible, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely Amazing. Go there, ask for Ched Gelb, okay? And say, the Verzi Effect sent you, okay? I'm serious, tell him. See, I listened to Paul Verzi's podcast, the Verzi Effect, and I am interested, I am interested in Alexis because I heard you guys are impeccable. It's the best. I actually go there to hang out. Like if I pass there, I go in. I'm not even kidding, I will stop, okay, I got I got shit to do, people, I got two kids, I got to drive to the city to do shows, I got to go to airports to fly to fucking cities, all right, you know, crazy, my wife, you know, and I have to get a lot of shit done around here, and I will stop at Mount Kisco, Lexus, But hey, what's going on, grab a water, talk to the guys, you know, like, it's like a pleasure setting an appointment there. I, like, I had to go, I was like, oh, I gotta go get my car maintenance today, and I looked at it as, like, a, like a, like a pleasure, like, leisurely thing to do, it wasn't like where you had an appointment, you're like, ah, fuck, I gotta get my oil changed, that's with a shitty car, <laughs> that's with a shitty car, you know, it's amazing, you don't realize you got a shitty car until you drive something ridiculous, you start making excuses and stuff, you'd be like, yeah, no, but those look like, <laughs> those hubcaps look like rims. <laughs> no, I know it struggles up the hill, but I'll tell you what, man, when you're going downhill, you could put it in neutral and it, it's quiet. <laughs> and then you get something nice, and you're like, holy shit, like now. And here's the thing you could get a you you could get a Lexus for, for you could get a good Lexus for not, not expensive or not like as you know if you got good credit. Um Okay. What? Where are we at here? We got to talk about sports, and um, we get, we got to talk about. Imagine, I just, I was just thinking, like, imagine if we all, if we all sounded scared all the time. Take whoever you know in your life that's always worried, right? And then just picture everybody like that. We would be living in that. We would either. Everybody would be hermits living in their house never coming out. Or it would just be pandemonium chaos. And I will tell you this. And I want to correct myself on this. I used to say. That it's 2017. And if the president of the United States ever walked to the podium and said. You know. My fellow Americans. Uh, The time has come to reveal something that uh, we've had some intelligence of that we needed to confirm. Uh, However, now there is no denying it and we need to come forth to the American people and let it be known that we do know for a fact, 100% confirmed, that there are alien life form out there. And the unidentified flying objects that we have seen over the decades... Um, we're definitely not from this world and we've blah, 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 found this out. And we do have a cadaver or a alien body in a highly secure naval base. And we are looking into this. And the more we find out, the more we will let you know. I was, I was under the impression and I argued with my brother Christian about this, but now I have to say another very intelligent, my brother is very intelligent, and he he, he, and I argued this for a while, and I said, no, no, people would be able to handle it, come on, it's 2017, people would be able to handle it, I said, there's not going to be people running in the streets freaking out, and he goes, Paul, he goes, what that does to religion, and what that would do to not only religious beliefs, but just panic on if we were going to be attacked and what's going on, it would cause an absolute fucking uproar and panic. And I'm going, no, dude, no. We're smart enough. Enough movies have come out. Enough stories. Enough unidentified flying object shows on A&E and fucking all these different things. And, and, you know, I think we'd be fine. You just ease people into it. And I was wrong. He is 100% right. Because seeing how people are acting when nothing's happened yet okay nothing has happened yet George W. Bush had us in two wars two wars and I'm not saying this anything against George W. Bush in the war I'm not saying I'm not taking any political stance here I'm just saying if you look at what happened George W. Bush we were two wars the United States was it was you know people were out there fighting in the desert a lot of money a lot of war people coming home no legs no arms family members you know weapons of mass destruction were they there were they not there Whatever you feel, that's totally on you. But that actually happened. Those are things that were concerns that was happening. What's going on now is all kinds of... Did this happen? Did that happen? What happened with the election? Who talked to who? This one got fired. The guy in North Korea is still crazy. Is he going to send something? That's all that's happening. And people are freaking out. If a fucking alien... If they said a fucking alien came... Over. Over. Could you imagine... And if they're like, yeah, you don't believe us? And they just fucking propped up a dead alien corpse and people just start fucking puking and everybody's going to be going nuts. I agree with my brother. It would be absolute mass hysteria. It would be mass hysteria. You know, because if Starbucks workers are acting like this over this, then who know what would happen? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I definitely feel... I definitely feel like that. I don't even know how I got to that. I don't even know how I got to the alien thing. <laughs> I, just, I just feel, oh, that's how, because I, I, what, what people would do and how they react to things. It's, it really is amazing. The things you find out in life that I've, I've learned is this. I don't know everything. I, know, I don't know a lot about a lot. I know a little about a little, whatever the fucking saying is. Lord knows I just butchered that saying. Bill Burr always makes fun of me because I butcher sayings all the time. You know, I don't know if it's six eggs, half a dozen to the other. Well, now I know. It's half a, it's, uh, uh, half a dozen to six. Fuck, like, what is it? Uh, six of one, half dozen to the other. I always fuck things up like that. But here's what I do know. People suck. Um, money makes people do the most horrific things. People are selfish. And fear runs most people's lives. And the ones that don't are successful and can look past it. That's, those are the things. Take that from this show. Take that from 307 because that you could take to the fucking bank. How many talented, amazing people do you know in this world could have done something more than what they're doing, but they're afraid to do it? I know a ton. I know a ton of talented people. I know amazingly talented people. But the fear, the fear to fail, maybe the fear to succeed... You know, maybe not smart enough to really kind of understand what they're capable of. Maybe, you know, all that stuff factors into it. Um, All right. Let's get to sports, everybody. The NBA playoffs, I was arguing with people online. Uh, The NBA playoffs have been an absolute fucking disaster. It's been an absolute disaster. Disaster! These have been the worst playoffs of my lifetime. Usually the NBA playoffs are so good. Teams are getting blown out, swept. Golden State hasn't lost. The Cavaliers haven't lost. They're already in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, it's a collision course between them again, just like you knew it would be. It's terrible. Uh, the Warriors will play the Cavaliers, I believe, in the Finals, and I believe the Warriors will beat them in six games. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I thought they would repeat, and they did not repeat. So if they get this one, it'll be two out of three, which isn't bad, but who knows because the defending champs are coming. So we'll see. But as far as overall the games, too many teams make the playoffs. No eight seeds ever win. It's just, you know, instead of 16 teams making the NBA playoffs, how about you shorten the season by like 12 games and you make it a 70, you know, you make it a 70 or even 10 games, make it a 72 season game season, instead of 82, you make it 72, and eight teams make the playoffs, you want to know why they'll never do that, folks, money, that's why they're never going to do it, it doesn't make sense financially, but it makes sense for the viewership, and it makes sense for the better teams, that's what it is, um, the New York Yankees are, um, I can't even believe, I was listening to the radio last night, and they're like, yeah, they've been winning and stuff, they had good pitching and stuff, but they're not going to win tonight, I mean, they're going against the best pitcher, they, I mean, they're not going to score tonight, I turned and I was 10-4 to Yankees. I think the Yankees are now 24 and 13. One of the best records in baseball. The most the, the amount of runs the I mean this is a team that could is going to go to the playoffs. Like the Yankees, these young Yankees which they thought this was a rebuilding year and nothing would happen, they're there. And if we get a couple of big free agents, the Yankees are back and they're young and it could be for years. It's amazing. My son is now excited about it. We're going to be going to Yankee Stadium. It's amazing. This kid Aaron Judge is a monster. 14 home runs and whatever. I mean, it's just killing it. Um, Sanchez is awesome. How about, what's his name? Castro batting 351. He's awesome. Uh, I think it's a good, good future. I think what the GM did for the, uh, for the Yankees, amazing amazing last year, he just dumped a bunch of salary, got rid of a bunch of dead weight, got rid of the older guys, and and even though some of them were stars, and that was it, great, great decision, I saw a movie, everybody, I saw a movie over the weekend, I hope, by the way, I hope all the mothers had a happy Mother's Day, I had a lovely time, uh, with my, uh, my wife, and my mother-in-law, and my kids, we, uh, we did a Mother's Day, uh, dinner or, you know, we kind of went to a place that instead of doing brunch, they just had their full dinner menu the whole day and it was awesome, it was awesome, we started out with, me and my mother-in-law started out with uh, fresh seafood and uh, like, uh, was it, that sounds weird, of course it's not, yeah, you know, we did, we had fresh seafood guys as opposed to rotten and aged seafood, no, we had like uh, cold, like the raw shit Like they just had lobster tail and they had um, shrimp. Well, they were cooked. You know what I mean. What the fuck? Cold, cold seafood. That's what it was. It was a cold seafood platter. And um, it was uh, clams. No, I'm sorry. It was, um, yeah, it was clams, raw clams. It was oysters. It was shrimp. It was lobster tail. And uh, the shrimp stole the show. Totally killed the lobster tail. Lobster tail and lobster is under, overrated, overrated, you don't get enough lobster meat when you get a lobster, you don't, and you got that fucking green, gooky shit, that slimy shit, and the, you know, it's just hard, I don't know, I just, the tail is okay, but I mean, a a good, fresh, big shrimp is amazing, so we had that, and we had a great time, Um, you know, my daughter passed out at the table. And my son didn't like his pasta, and then he liked his pasta. You know how it goes. The good thing is, one of the first times they went, they didn't have to go to the bathroom. Like, I, I don't believe anybody took him to the bathroom when we were out, which I think is a first. We didn't bring it up. And we also saw Beauty and the Beast, everybody. Bored me to tears. Me and my son, my son kept going, Oh, my God, this is taking forever. Now, mind you, we go to the movies all the time, and I'm usually the one to like them all. I like Trolls, I like this, like, for the most part, I'll be like, and if I don't like it, I'll be like, Smurfs, okay, like, i wait for a DVD, but, you know, you get entertained, you get in the story, I don't know if it's because I knew the story of Beauty and the Beast, and the way they did it, it was so, first of all, it was like a musical, you know, you could tell the shit's gonna be on Broadway, you know the the bad guy singing and they fucking march and let's kill the beast and you know the father goes out and gets locked up and she comes looking for the father and then the beast show. it was so by the book and so by the the Disney movie that i get that you go there expecting it but i just there it didn't have its own like at least like when you watch a remake of something they kind of put their own twist this didn't seem to have it at all it's just lagged on um it was I don't know. It just bored me to absolute tears. Um, I was just like, ah, whatever. Me and my son couldn't get out of there fast enough, yawning and shit. It was like, I don't know. And look, let's be honest. There's no way. There's no fucking way that you're gonna fall in love with the fucking buffalo that stands on two feet. <laughs> That's <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean, like there's no way, and I get it, it's a, it's a spell, and I think that she found out that there was a spell, or I don't know, but a curse, or whatever, so maybe she knew that like deep down inside he was a fucking normal dude, but like as soon as you saw that thing once, you got to be like puking, going please get me the fuck out of here, Um, I don't know, bored me to- <laughs> bored- <laughs> Ah, bored me to tears, uh, all right, guys. This weekend, I will do. I'll do the plugs this weekend. Please go to um, the Punchline in Atlanta, Georgia. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I will be headlining. Along with me will be my good friend Joe Bartnick. It's always a blast. Always a good time down there. It's a great comedy town, great city. So please come out to. The punchline in Atlanta this weekend, the 19th through the 21st. Also, guys, I know people have already been buying tickets. Wednesday night, Hump Day, May 31st, May 31st, Wednesday, the Hartford, Connecticut Funny Bone. I will be running my hour there. Please come out, get tickets to that. You could go to the HartfordFunnyBone.com and uh, or the funny search Funny Bone Hartford, and you could buy tickets for that as well. Also, June. Second and third, I will be at the Comedy Works in Saratoga, New York. Upstate over there. Albany people, Saratoga people, Troy people. Come out. Even if you're up in Schenectady, come out. Come out to the Comedy Works. Uh, And more dates are coming, guys. More dates are coming. Big announcement coming. Thank you guys so much for listening to 307. Um, There are no aliens. Everything will be fine with what's going on. Okay, get your air conditions working. Go to Mount Kisco Lexus. All right. Check out citylivingdog.com and coach Michael to All Things Comedy. Subscribe for more podcast content on Patreon. You see how I almost fucked that up, but I slowed down and I got it right. Um, and mothers. Come on. Let's lose the gut. Let's lose the gut in the mall. Uh